It's time for another spooky episode for October. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to do this bit, so now I suddenly want to do a Peter Lorre impression, and I know I can't. <laughs> you so It cannot. would just be... I would You're just Peter sound like... Peter Lorre's Mexican. Hey. Or Spanish. Hey, I'm Peter. What's a Peter Lorre's not that hard, but I, I am terrible at impressions. Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm Daniel. We're going to watch things that just, we haven't seen before. My Peter Lorre just sounds like a very horny man. Hey, yeah, Rick, it, save me, help me, Rick. This time, it's just not really that spooky superior. No, my God. <laughs> well, I've always heard about this movie. I always me knew too. it was kind of crazy and lurid and kind of psychologically like bonkers. Mm -hmm. And... I've heard a couple people say this is supposed to be a super gory movie. Mm-hmm. And then reading about the movie after watching Suspiria, mm -hmm. like, its reputation. Like, it's, like, number... It's, like, really high on not only a lot of people's scariest movies of all times list, mm -hmm. but also the people's list of goriest movies of all time. Mm-mm. What the fuck are you talking... What fucking movie? Have you not, motherfuckers, not seen, like, Dead Alive, Brain Dead, or, like, a thousand fucking... Four people die in this movie. Well, the first death. Well, I mean, like, this is a point. But the first death is kind of fucked. That you. But it's bit. all. It's so abstract and kind of like. Mm -hmm. It's like, like watching a mannequin painting. get stabbed. Yeah. Like for all like it. It's not that visceral. It's just kind of weird looking. But mm. it's not like. What the fuck is wrong with people? Is it just old people? Was it standard so low in 1977? Yes. yes. So this is the Star Wars of horror films, where this like was, you had to be there to understand why anyone gave a this shit. This was the start, probably around, well, it's not the start, but this is, you know, people in the 70s were like, oh man, it's really gory. And now people are like, no, no, we're not. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. I mean, I grew up, it's funny, because Dario Gento, the guy who made this movie, mm -hmm. he uh, produced uh, Dawn of the Dead, which just came out like two years after this. Dawn of the Dead, only two years later, is way gorier than this movie. And even then, that's still with like, poster paint blood and so it's not like really that gruesome that's by today's super standards. old but I'm like, black and white thing where the lady gets her eye cut open yeah, it's worse than which this which they kind of rip that off a little bit because there's a like little a little bit yeah. where someone's their throat gets slit and it's obviously just like a pig throat or something yeah. like that that's all i'm saying there's like silent film shit that's more fucked up in this movie not should we just talk about that rather than talk about our overall opinion well we did you articulate that we're doing this for it's because of october it's i mean uh, did karloff um I don't know. Did the whole. Did the whole. It's October spooky month. Not give it away? <laughs> when, when the, when the world, did you articulate it? After the world ends and the aliens are suiting through our historical records trying to figure out what's what, it doesn't say. We need to put a label and a tag on this podcast saying it's for October 2017. It's Halloween spooky shit. Speaking of, yeah. if you are listening to this on October 11th. Oh, it's shit. My birthday. Happy birthday to me. So we should, so we should sing happy birthday no, to you. No, because like... the greatest gift anyone can give me is not singing me I... happy birthday. This is, I, 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 I'm amazed that we are friends. there's two types of people yeah. who sing happy birthday, people who can't sing and trying to sing it, and people who over-sing the fuck out of it. And what, it, Bill Mudron happens to be two, both of those people <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> I love I love birthdays. I love holidays, and you hate birthdays and holidays. I don't so hate, how are we no, no, friends? No, 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 no. I don't hate birthdays. Well, you don't hate I hate birthdays. people singing but, happy birthday or like going to Red Robin or something. That's <laughs> a good point. Yeah. I'm like, uh, uh. Yeah, doing mm -hmm. old clapping seal song. There was a that's side, a good point. Side, I don't want to sidetrack. There was a place in Salem, Salem, Salem or Eugene, Salem, Oregon, Oregon not Salem, yeah, Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. Just because we're talking about horror um, stuff. Called uh, what was the name of it? Start with an F. It was an mm -hmm. ice cream shop. 
Fudrock or some kind of funky no, name. Yeah. Like no, not Fudrock. Because that's the thing. But I can't remember. Fettons. Anywhere. I went there for a birthday when I was little, and I was like, nobody tell anybody here it's my birthday. That's funny you when you're little because yeah. you would assume that's and like it's also something you're winter sitting in the booth like on the other side of the partition from us yeah. heard told the people who did it and at this place they came out with a big fucking drum banging it and singing of like happy birthday that's even better because at least they went all in it wasn't just a couple people like with like one or two party oh. poppers but like makeshift marching band yeah yeah, no, like I can see, well, I've hung out you on your birthday. It's not like you're adverse to celebrating the, the day of your birth, but yeah, you're definitely not much for the, like, hey, give me attention. Yeah. You'll accept gifts, but you're I'll not into so making a production gifts. out of it. Yeah. You like hanging out. You like a chill birthday, and there's something to be said about that. I respect mm-hmm. that. Yeah. At the same time, also, you know, there's something to be said about making a fucking fool out of yourself. <laughs> for me, too. birthdays are nice all to... about eating what you want. But the thing <laughs> is, it is nice to have birthdays on your own terms, though, because yeah. it is your day. And people tend to run roughshod. They just assume that what they would want for their birthday is what other people want. And that's the problem you get there. That's yeah. And you kind of ruin... Those people, they probably thought they were doing well, but they ruined your fucking birthday a little yeah. bit, it sounds like. So for my birthday, we watched what many people love, but to us was an incredibly mediocre... Oh, is this mediocre... episode going to come Because we're recording a couple episodes. Yeah. Uh, a couple an incredibly in mediocre uh, horror movie. And you chose this, so this I is did. the gift you gave yourself. Yeah. Yeah, not a bad movie. Just kind of... Wow, that's Suspiria. Now, at least in the future, whenever we hear anyone talk about it, we can go, yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. We'll get into it, because we've probably got a lot to say about this movie. At least I do. A lot of Italian jokes. <laughs> My first note. Jesus, this movie's so Italian. The DVD should just be a personal band. Per- I fucked up the oh, joke. Oh, no. Personal band. Pizza. I'm so excited. We're recording the first day of you October. Know what, Bill, so you... <laughs> I'm so wound up by Halloween You're, magic. You edit the podcast. You could do another take at it. Okay, 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 okay. If, if if this ends up in the podcast as is, you'll know I didn't really pay attention to the editing of this podcast. <laughs> okay, okay. Here's my dramatic rereading of my first note. Jesus, the movie is so Italian, the DVD should just be a personal pan pizza. Which I makes really, no sense. I really had to resist the urge to say, how Italian is it? That would have been better! That's why we should script these episodes. It'd be like Mystery Science Theater when they went from just, like, riffing just spontaneously, and then they actually mm. start writing scripts, and then Josh Weinstein left because he hated that. You could be our Josh Weinstein. Uh, anyway, but yeah. So, Suspiria. Uh, yeah, a whole bunch of Italian names. Yeah. Is it have a title screen or anything like I that? I think so. You just watched this. I watched this a couple days ago and I had no urge to go back and rewatch it again. Yeah. Because sometimes I'll That's watch something a couple times for, for a project. But, but we, we, yeah. the main character Susie, she's going to a prestigious ballet school in Germany. I had no idea. Did she say Germany at the beginning? Because there's there, something... There's a voiceover at the beginning. I, I don't know if that a, was a narrator like a radio static. Once. Yeah, and she does say the Susie coming from New York is going to study ballet. I thought it was Italy the whole time. And mm. well, about halfway through, and I was like, I, oh, I guess this is Germany? Because yeah. there suddenly turns into National Lampoon's European vacation for a moment. But <laughs> And, um, yeah, fuck, fuck the Russians, apparently. Germany's where it's at for ballet training in the 70s. Which, that's another interesting thing, because you just got out of ballet rehearsals <laughs> to mm. record this episode, so you know something about this, and... I guess Germany is not specifically known for its... They have some good stuff now, but... I, not I mean, Russia was the place with the Bolshoi and the Kirov back in the 80s Not so much 70s. anymore. They still are, but... 
Yeah. They're not blazing trails like they Where used to. Where would you to. go today? Well, like what, what? What today are the big places? I don't. I don't follow it enough. <laughs> I'm too old for that shit. Trying to lead you into that's, that's when you say, "Well, you you don't live in Portland. We're recording in Portland, Pacific Northwest America. That's giving no more the America. That's the well, best place. I am is the best place to study about mm. But yeah, she's going to Germany. I don't even know if they even say the town's name or anything like that. Freiburg or something like that. I don't know. But whatever. She goes There's, to a fucking. A paper mache cardboard set there's, of a hotel. There's a strange little bit of her leaving the airport with music, and then the music will stop when it like looks at the doors or something. But then it'll start again. This sets and the it stops. Tall tone and for starts. the movie where there's no real. I'm sure maybe maybe there's some kind of interior logic to this from the director's point of view. Mm-hmm. But from first person, from watching this movie for the first time, it's just it's like it's just like a like really lame music video. I should I should have full disclosure. I don't like prog rock. Yeah. I kind of hate it. And if you don't like prog rock, I don't think this movie works for you. <sighs> yeah. This, well, the, the soundtrack for this movie was done by a band called Goblin. Yeah. And they, I think they scored a bunch of this guy's movies, Dario and Argento. I know they scored, I've I mentioned this before, I might mention this a couple more times, Dawn of the Dead, George mm-hmm. Romero's original 1970, Dawn of the Dead. And that's my only real reference for their work. Uh, their work in Dawn of the Dead is more... It's a little more musical in this. It's more than just them like banging shit, yeah. knocking shit over. Except there was like one or two pieces of music where it's like, well, there's the main theme, which is all. There's actually like a melody and stuff. Was that Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo? But imagine like that, like as played by the the orchestra that played the theme from The Exorcist. That's kind of what it is. Yeah. But that's witchcraft. But yeah, so I forgot and, how. Okay, so was your? I, I'm assuming we watched the same version. Was your sound mixing as terrible as mine was? Where yeah. the dialogue would be really quiet, and then the music would come on, and the volume would increase exponentially, just ridiculously loud. And so you'd have to slam on the volume down, and then dialogue would happen again, and it'd get really quiet. Yeah, we should also note that we also watched a very low. Well, it wasn't like like standard definition quality, but we found a. We were watching a copy of of this that is not like super HD or anything like that. Uh, we're actually, if anything, if we had waited a month, I think Criterion's putting out like a 4K remaster of this whole movie, yeah. which everyone says the whole point of this movie is for the gorgeous visuals and everything like yeah. that. We literally waited a month. We like I could have bought that and ripped that. We could have seen it like blazing, blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, but then you'd have to own it. I n- <laughs> I would not spend thirty dollars for the Criterion yeah. Blu-ray of this movie. So yeah, th- th- that's kind of the big draw for this movie, and we did not quite get. Oh, we still had it. It was like it was like in seven twenty p HD, whatever. But still, yeah, the music, the sound mix was well. The only thing, and it's a movie made in nineteen seventy seven, so that just maybe the sound mix of the movie. Yeah. But the visuals, I mean, we could still tell it was crazy, but it wasn't, like, yeah. 3D, beautiful, like, everyone says the shit. Um, she but... tries to get a taxi outside the airport. No one wants to stop her. She literally has to stand in front of a taxi to get it to stop. Oh, man, I remember this. She gets in it, and the, there's, they waste a lot of time with her just, like, arriving, yeah, getting to the Yeah, this only school. 90 minutes long, and there's still a lot of filler in this fucking oh, movie. They, they waste a lot of time. Yeah. Um, and this feels like a 20-minute art movie that kind of, like, somehow exploded and mutated yeah. with, like, 90-minute features. She's riding in a cab, and people are shining various colored lights through her window, apparently. Just red, green, blues. <laughs> I saw the IMDb goofs. I didn't notice that. But there's a couple shots where you can see, like, see the guy nice. with the lights kind of just nice. off stage. 
uh, shining lights on the car. But and, uh, so I I wrote that it's kind of hard to describe how the music sounds, and the best I could do was it sounds like if multiple tracks from the movie Halloween all got played at once and yeah. just laid over each other. That's um, that's the best I could do with how to describe the music. It's because, like I said, occasionally there is actual like mu- quote unquote real music in this movie, and then yeah. the, the rest of it it just sounds like a mistake happened. <laughs> Oops, we've made that. It really does, and like, well, we spent all our music money, so we can't record it. So I guess you're just stuck with us just knocking a fucking china cabinet down the steps, and that's 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 music for this scene, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you know, I know some. I don't know if he ever listens to our episodes or just talks about it now and then. But if he listens to this episode. Crone Nintendo is probably furious at us right now. Why? Because he loves this stuff. Oh, wait, doesn't he like prog rock and shit, yeah, too? Yeah, that's Who what I'm saying. Who the fuck Who would define... <laughs> what? The, talk about the worst there was a whole episode, horror movie hill to die There was on. a whole episode of uh, Retronauts where... Not Re- Retronauts? Yeah, Retronauts where they talked about prog rock's influence on like video games Oh, that makes stuff. sense, because Jerry Parrish is a huge and, like, I would listen to guy. that. That's when I was like, oh, I think I hate prog rock. <laughs> Listening to that prog episode, I I've known lots of people who love prog rock, and I don't, you're talking about someone who grew up listening to John Williams' record and stuff. Yeah. So it's not like I have like the most like you know perfect musical taste, but yeah, I, yeah. this doesn't even sound like prog rock to me because I've heard prog rock before, and it just sounds like like tends to be very kind of bassy. Well, I'm thinking maybe about Rush and stuff like that, where it's like you could do, but still like identifiable as like okay, this is just a band that just they're just high on their own farts. Mm-hmm. This doesn't even sound like that. It just sounds like a mistake. It sounds like something a band Goblin would create. Yeah, <laughs> this, this, yeah. Uh, maybe they started off as prog rock, but then they just lost their minds and now they're just making garbage. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh, she gets to the ballet school and is of course super rad. I, you know what, I do love. Oh yeah, it is the whole. You know, I got confused because I keep on thinking, because I thought they had painted both the school and the exterior of the hotel she goes to. Whatever. Well, I'll talk about the hotel in a bit. But yeah, she goes to the school. Mm-hmm. It's all red and weird. There's a girl coming out as she's heading towards the door. <laughs> yeah, some yells girl. a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And then she runs off. In the rain. Yeah. Yeah, rain. we should also know it's like a heavy, yeah. dark thunderstorm. Yeah. Going on all this stuff. So Susie buzzes the front door. They tell go away. And she's like, fuck it, I got a letter, I'm supposed to be here. Get what? Get the fire! So she gets back in the cab and leaves. Um, As she's driving to wherever she's going to go now, I guess a hotel or something, she sees the girl running through the very artsy-fartsy woods. It's all woods, like all crappy and... Uh, well, well, it's like a uh, bad si- Warhol movie. Well, industrial music from Silent Hill plays. I'm glad we're on the same page with this movie. This yeah. would have been really sad and contentious <laughs> if I were like, I like that tree! Yeah. I like that rain! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Okay. Um, Sorry for people who love Suspiria who may have tuned into this. So We don't hate it! It's just kind of in... For as, so, for as fucking bonkers as this movie... Well, quote-unquote bonkers is... You think you would have more than a, a, a reaction to it, either positive or negative. It's yeah. just noise. It's like a bad... Mu- like you it's, said, like, it's like a bad I, music I video. saw one review online that was somebody being... Talking about the remake and how it wasn't going to be colorful and how they were fine with that. But they described it as I do in my notes, where if ever I want some, if ever somebody's like, can you define for me style over substance? This, I would yeah. be like, watch this there's movie. There's no substance in this. This movie, movie is nothing but style and all substance. And if you can handle that, great. I, I don't care. 
It's if I, there's no substance there, it's just gonna. I'm just gonna forget about it in a moment. If you want something lurid on on to play on your TV during a Halloween party with the sound off, yeah. this is a good uh, a good choice just for just background noise. It doesn't if even you seem wanna, super scary. If you want to if you want to test out your no, new 4K TV, <laughs> that's to that's, see what kind of colors can pop. Exactly. Get this on 4K that's, and play it. But yeah, don't watch this. Fuck Dario Argento. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. Is this going to be one of the movies where the more we talk about it, the more you realize you my, don't my, like it? By the end of the episode, we're debating <laughs> whether or not this is worse than Victor Victoria. No, yeah. it's no. No, no like no, I said, no, this no, is no. so so inoffensive. And thank God it's only 90 minutes. But yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> we see the girl that ran out of the the uh, dance studio uh enter a colorful I hotel didn't understand or apartments this. I, or something. I had face blindness she's in this walking movie. very awkwardly and stiffly yeah when she gets in the elevator goes up she's drying off with i guess a friend of hers it's never really articulated i had to look up the wikipedia page just to understand what was happening i was like mm. okay that is because well, I, I, I thought maybe i missed something. i had to go back and replay sections because of the music would be so loud yeah the next scene would start and i'd be like what the fuck did they just say so i had to go back and listen to that which concerning how like loud and bad the dubbing is in this movie yeah. you think it'd be easier to understand what people are saying and doing but like yeah uh she explains in poorly dubbed very quiet dialogue this that is... she's leaving in the morning some of the worst dubbing i've ever seen in a fucking movie this is like sandy F- subs sandy frank time of the apes like i've seen a thousand kung fu movies i've watched my share of garbage and even the dubbing <laughs> in this movie is just go so completely unrelated it sounds like they didn't even have the actors in the studio trying to keep up with the lip movements yeah on this on the sound stage it sounds like they just went to the voice actors homes just said hey read these lines and we'll somehow try to edit this into the footage yeah. but yeah, anyway but that's neither here or there but she's yeah. leaving in the morning and it's useless to try to explain why she just wants to get out of there yeah. Very reminiscent of Destiny's. I don't have time to explain why I don't have time to explain. <laughs> well, and there's a great moment where she's just farting around her friend's empty apartment. And yeah, the music... she goes in the bathroom and looks around like it's the first time she's ever been in a bathroom. Like, like well, the music, this, the music finally decides to say, okay, we're actually going to turn back into real music again. And it turns into this like, I was like, Oh my god, it's going to turn into the theme from Footloose. <laughs> oh, now that I was singing it, I was, well, it sounds like it's going to turn into the theme from uh, Diddy, Diddy Kong Racing Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, fucking Flashdance! And then it, well, it doesn't turn into Flashdance, but like... But the, the window, the window in the movie. bathroom gets blown open, and she's like, What? Her friends <laughs> run, her friend comes running in and is like, Hey, close it! And like, their acting is Tommy with so levels of acting. Yeah. The, and the dialogue... I think Ooh. that's what kind of killed me up, because maybe before Tommy was so hey, this movie seemed weirder. Hey, what are you doing? Like the room seems generally weirder than this movie, and the room was paid for five dollars and mm-hmm. didn't like have all these sets and shit like that. But so, oh my god, the sound mixing is. Oh, never mind. I yeah, were yeah, talking yeah. about sound mixing. Uh, her friend leaves the bathroom, so of course she goes to look out the window. This is the highlight of the film, really, and right is here, promptly though, yeah. attacked. And by promptly, I mean eventually. They really drag it out. Yeah. Her glancing back and forth from the window to whatever she's looking at in the room, pressing in her, you know, going up to the glass, pressing her face against it. Oh, holding, yeah, that's Holding right. a lamp up to it, which, if it's dark outside, the lamp's going to make it even harder to see outside. Yeah, because the reflection, it's yeah, not going to shut That's yet. not how that works. I mean, Grant's a horror movie, you're not supposed to think about that much. But she, even on that base, it's still she, just like, what am I looking at here? She sees some green eyes pop out of nowhere, and shablam, a hairy white arm grabs her from the window. Uh, her face gets all squished against the glass. <laughs> like, it 
this comic? And why did it make me laugh? Because yeah. it's so comical. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not like, oh no, what's going to happen? You're like, what is this? Is, is she, why is she fart mouthing against that? It looks <laughs> like it's a movie, looks like it's about to turn into Pee Wee's Big Adventure for a moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While and while all that's happening, that's her, what this her friend is running you. around, be that banging on doors of neighbors, be like, ah, it's a murderer! Ah, I just remember this movie's color palette reminds me of the dinosaurs from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, the hell brightly lit. You're there. not wrong. <laughs> uh, anyway, but yeah. So no one is coming out to help. So this lady who ran out of the ballet's duo starts getting stabbed a bunch, and we see a close up of her gaping, exposed heart. Yeah, which, again, this is what, when people say this is the most graphic horror film they've ever seen, this is what they're talking about, but it just, and she's have, getting stabbed, and even that, that's not super graphic. But what this, happened to her ribcage? That's what I'm saying, they suddenly cut to, like, a fucking Operation v- a game board mm-hmm. of her, now her chest is suddenly, ho- has this perfect hole in it, and now her, like, fucking paper mache beating heart with, like, red poster paint blood all over it is, like, a thump, 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 this then the heart does get stabbed yeah, though, right? Yeah. But you get but it looks so fake, it's just like So then yeah. <laughs> even even I, I I hate to overcriticize this stuff, because while watching it, it's not like I was going, I hate this movie or anything like that, but I was just like, this is just so ineptly done. Even when even for the context, like trying to put my mind into the state of what what this movie must have been like when it was first seen and shown. This is still just dumb. It's not very good. And everything just looks so fake and like I know the whole point of a movie like this, it's supposed to be stylized. It's not supposed to be "Quote unquote realistic," but even from this heightened, crazy perspective, it's still just chintzy and shitty. It's we're just gonna, like you're not blowing my mind. We're here, gonna movie. have to put a warning on this episode. If you like Suspiria, please don't listen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Suspiria. Like, yeah, even with this. Mm, yeah, but shut uh, up, Bill. No, you're fine. Uh, the. I mean, it's still cool. It's a great image of the heart beating, getting yeah. stabbed and stuff. Oh, yeah, it's like a child made this movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's got a little bit of Trolls Two stink on it. You know what, actually, and it kills me that we did Trolls Two. We should have saved Trolls for for <laughs> October. Although it was a perfect, yeah. awful April yeah. pick, but yeah. Uh, so the killer wraps some wire around her, and she. This the, the still shot, pat, pat the lady. Yeah, who ran from her the school, like yeah. head busts through some stained glass that's on the ceiling. Yeah, and the 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 uh image of her like head slowly sliding through the hole in the glass that's pretty cool yeah I no, like there's that one. a couple moments in the movie that are actually like okay i can see where you're going for it i could you could tell those from the movie uh mo- moments in this movie where they must have occurred to the filmmaker as like this is the whole reason why they're making the movie yeah. and everything else is just filler just holding up these one or two very very cool images but everything else is just yeah i feel like maybe honky lips this should have happened later in the movie instead of opening the movie with it. Like, the actual climax of the movie is nothing. It's, it's like it's like flash dance where the water gets dumped on her at the very start the of the five movie. Minutes, you're like, wow, now I've seen all the goods. Why don't I just get back in the car and go home? Right <laughs> here, I'm walking away from the movie theater. So going, slam the car door. Yeah. Okay, I'm going home and eat popcorn. Mm-hmm. So she falls through the stained glass, and the stained glass falls down and everything, which also happens to totally murderlate her friend. Yeah, and each piece lands perfectly on her friend's face, and it's all made up, and mm-hmm. there's no broken glass anywhere else. It's just like, <laughs> again, this is obviously an image the filmmaker had in their mind yeah. to justify the creation of this film, but it's just like, it's just noise, it's utterances. It's just like, okay, well, that's a graphic picture you showed me that's not yeah. as interesting as you thought it was. Yeah. Okay, that's, wow. Yeah. yeah. It's nothing. It, it ain't got nothing. Did you see the... 
uh, Brain Dead, the Peter Jackson movie yeah. with the giant mom yeah, who yeah, splits yeah, her yeah. stomach uh, and yeah. Yeah, and the oh, guy with the chains. We would be doing that if I That's I what I'm saying. Like, if you're not even talking it. about crazy images from bloody fucked up horror movies, like, it says, yeah, Suspiria, nice try, but you're fucking Little League shit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and now there's a blind guy in a tux later uh, with a seeing eyed dog outside the ballet school. Oh, yeah, I forgot this movie. <laughs> this, like, yeah, that scene ends. Yeah. Yeah. That scene goes. I had to think about it. Yeah. She's I'm dead. So... They're both dead. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, a gear shift in my brain change. Mm hmm. Uh, he ties the dog up, goes inside. Susie also shows up and walks inside. She gets welcomed by a German lady with big, shiny teeth. A lot of people. Fucking lunch lady Doris, basically. So it is the blind guy, right? Yeah, Daniel. Does he actually. Which one's the fucked up? Because there, there's one, there's two dudes Lurt. in this movie well, I thought I'll were Lurch. Yeah, Lurch. In my notes, it's just Lurch, and halfway through, I was like, oh, these are two different dudes. There's a blind yeah. guy and then the waiter guy, but yeah. they're two different guys. Yeah, the Lurch brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so who who's Lurch in, in this situation? Lurch is the, the dude with the big teeth. The guy who can see. Yes. Yeah, okay, and then there's a blind guy. Okay. The blind guy's name is Daniel. That should be easy to remember. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Dan- what? Daniel's one of the he- well not a hero but he's one of the few innocent people in this whole film but yeah, yeah. so um she gets in her Susie gets introduced to director who tells her she's very pretty turns out she knew her aunt that has nothing to do with anything yeah that's a whole yeah and her aunt well, was a great dancer and stuff. So, she yeah, moved to New um, York and all this stuff yeah. we're introduced to her nephew Albert and what the fuck is he wearing Oh, is why wait. does he look like Little Lori Frontleroy or that guy from the Skittles commercial? Cookies and cream, cookies and cream. <laughs> I'm little boy loves cookies and cream. Oh, this I must have been checking Twitter at that moment because I didn't notice that kid show up until later, which I pointed out he looked like evil Prince Mordred from Excalibur. Yeah, that works too. Because he's got the little Lord Frontleroy haircut yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. Well, isn't he hanging out with a big fat lunch lady German I guess guy? That's supposed to, German no, lady. Lady. <laughs> I guess <laughs> that's supposed to be his mom, maybe. I well, they never articulated. But I was film. reading. But on they are kind of like a duo, and they are yeah. the most Germanic. Like you picture them being like. Two of the like the the, the parent and the kid being sent off the Willy Wonka's factory to die. Yeah. Like, holy shit! Um, uh, they also tell her some chick we kicked out yesterday got super murdered. We tell our girls not to be murdered, re- but sometimes they just don't listen. <laughs> that is their attitude. <laughs> Which actually, for a horror movie, that's a great way to start off saying, "Hey, these kids, they keep on getting murdered. We keep on telling them not to, but what are you gonna do? Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna do it anytime in a movie, this is the place to do it. But yeah, it's still just kind of funny. So hey, let's show you around this place. Here's Lurch. Isn't he ugly? Don't worry about it though. You can talk shit right to his face. He only speaks Romanian. This is I. I, I <laughs> also, did you see his new teeth? Woof! A dentist sure didn't try to match anything up there, huh? Did he, like, lose his mind and pull his own teeth out or something like that? Something like that, yeah. yeah. there's some kind of backstory. Well, anyway, okay, this is the guy I refer to as Lurch. Uh, the ballet school's butler is either the worst disguised disguised villain in movie history or the best red herring in a horror movie ever. There's a lot of red herrings in this movie. Yeah, and it turns out he's... What happens to him in this movie? Because Daniel gets fucked, the blind guy, he gets fucked up, but, like, Daniel... Assuming Lurch just gets fucked up with everyone else at the end. Okay. Because, yeah, that is some Adam's family-ass motherfucker. His yeah. face is... He was made to be in a horror film. I'm kind of yeah. bummed that, like, I'm presumably that's the only thing he ever did, but... God damn. Uh, German lady shows Susie the locker room. Everything you need is in your locker, except shoes. She could borrow those from another girl. And then, Or then... you could bring your own, like, every other dancer in the history I, of ever. I, maybe she was just showing up, just, like, sign the papers, and then she would actually start rehearsals the next... It is weird that, like... 
yeah, this is the first real day. Like, yeah, how she you should have even... her dance bag with her. Yeah, like every dancer. You has. would know more than anyone Absolutely. else. Yeah. So uh, the German lady will be waiting for everybody in the red room. Of course, it's red. So, uh, there's a girl who I was sure I was so positive was gonna die. Start goes up to Susie and let her know that she she's gonna Susie is gonna be her tenant. Uh, she hears she gets fifty dollars a week from her yeah. in advance. She gives oh, out the aura the of like filled up. There's no empty rooms for Susie because yeah, whatever something she's happened. She's the snobby chick. Yeah, and I, I was like, I wonder how much poster point she's gonna have on her in the end. But no, she's in this movie for the first like forty minutes and then vanishes and nothing ever comes. Her of big her. contribution in the movie is to go up to Susie and there's another girl, Sarah. Yeah, and he so, yells and says, "Your your name's begin with S." That means well, you're yeah. yeah well, that's, okay, that's we're still gonna re- a little bit in the future. I think we'll recreate that scene a little bit. So according to IMDb, supposedly the original script was written. All these characters are supposed to be like twelve or thirteen. That would make more which sense. Which that explains that yeah, that's begins, how these people are acting. Yeah, and so they decided age it up. Also, more sex value if you have a whole bunch of like nubile, like you know, eighteen year olds as opposed to like. 12 year old and this is but... weird to say but this is probably the least sexy horror movie that's ever i've ever seen because there's usually a little bit of tna and uh, like yeah. a gory even when the girls movie, are but... like well this scene takes place in like a dressing room and the yeah. girls are just kind of like that there's yeah there's there's like you even have girls bathing later or like in the sw- swimming pool yeah it's never presented as like lascivious it's no. just which yeah okay I I, I'm fine with that. it, but it's yeah. it's it's weird. It's that funny I'll... that in retrospect, yeah, and even nudity issues aside or anything like that, it's funny that they never even like it's not a leering camera. Yeah. Or yeah. Hmm. So uh, she borrows a pair of point shoes from some girl, which it's is just is not how a it works. Wheeling you, and dealing you, about the shoes, you can't. There's so many different types of point shoes for so many different what? types of feet. You can't just be like, hey, can I borrow somebody's point shoes? And one girl goes, yeah, here. And she doesn't go, what size are these? That's... Or anything. She's just like, hey, yeah, thanks. I'll well, give them back. Well, I didn't think about there being different kinds of styles of point shoes. But you just think with, like, fucking ballet dancing, like... You need. I, I can imagine the size must be super granular because mm-hmm. you need such yeah. specific. Like your shoes and have to be broken arches, in, or like are, everybody's arches are different in their feet. So yeah, there's literally hundreds it's, of types of point shoes for one like company. It's like, not like Freed makes yeah hundreds of different types of point shoes for different feet. Capizio makes different types. Mm-hmm. Grishko's make different types. There's all these different wow, brands okay. of point shoes, and they all make different types where depending on to, feet. Where do you go to buy ballet shoes at? Ballets like dance dance stores. Are there actual stores in real life? Yeah, there's I there's one warehouse there's, that ship there's, the internet, there's like, one up near on MLK called uh is that one the Leotard? Maybe and I just assumed you would buy them from a dance calls. studio, but like I've never like I've never noticed there being oh there's a ballet shoe store. I mean, it's not just for ballet shoes. You would sell yeah, all yeah. sorts of dance stuff. Yeah, but yeah, there's places you can buy them. But yeah, this lady's like wheeling and dealing about the shoe shit. Yeah, she's like, I'll I'll sell them to you, and she's like, No, I'll I'll just borrow I'll just bring them. them. Like, I got oh, my real shoes. I'll just bring them okay. in tomorrow. Which the answer is, well, why the fuck didn't you bring them today? <laughs> that's yeah. the real crux of the issue. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's neither here nor there. So she sets down on a bench and surprises a girl who is oh. to- apparently totally out of it, knocking over her purse. Knocking over the purse makes the sound. I, again, I wasn't paying attention. I was like on Twitter. Oh, I was writing notes. Mm-hmm. And it made the sound that I thought was like one of the girls farting. I thought the fart joke had to rewind and go like, what the hell was that sound? Because that caught my ear. But yes, mm-hmm. her just talking over the girl's purse. So then Snooty Girl. It, mm, let's see. So she, it's the girl's whose purse she knocks over. I think it's Sarah. Yeah, yeah, it's who Sarah. Who becomes her friend throughout yeah. the rest of the film. Uh, 
Bill, you play Sarah. Oh. <laughs> and I'll be Snooty Girl. Susie Sarah. I once read people with names beginning with S are snakes. Do you remember what she does? She goes, Ugh. Oh, that's right. They both kind of make the face. And they start acting like 12 year olds. So. I totally forgot. I, yeah. I just knew that, like, the taunt about the S's. I forgot oh, what no, the response was. Oh, no, it's fine. I'll just handle it. She goes, Hiss. And the other girl goes, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Tongue and <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what this the is, fuck is happening? This is why I failed my Saturday Night Live edition twelve times <laughs> because I forgot what I was doing. Okay, Bill, get to the joke. I'm like, what? This Wait, is, where am this, I? This is this is when I was like, this is kind of like Tommy or so. This is just like how humans act. Yeah, this is uh, somebody who's a robot human being not knowing how humans <laughs> behave in a film. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, it makes more sense in retrospect that they're supposed to be children, but even then, it's still just like, what real, what real-ass reality does this movie take? Mm-hmm. So, well, that's a weird thing, because a movie like this is supposed to be, again, it's supposed to be so stylistic and high, uh, stylized and heightened and everything like that. I think the crazy shit in this movie would be more effective if the if the beginning stuff was a little more grounded. Yeah. So it felt like the movie had a place to go, mm-hmm. or it had some kind of contrast to the crazy shit that happens later, but straight from the start of this movie, it's all just like, abstract bullshit and so it never really gets a chance to sink your hook sink its hooks into you emotionally or yeah dramatically or anything but yeah so that scene ends and then i guess we're in Susie and the snobby girl's apartment now yeah which again um, they never really dictate you just have to assume because they're suddenly yeah. in this well and all the sets in this movie it's weird that's actually yeah they must be in her apartment because i yeah, thought it was are. striking because it's all black and white everything we've seen at the school until now has been super colorful mm-hmm. the outside of the school is painted like goddamn high school fucking play mm-hmm. which it really is both the outside and the inside yeah like have it's these like red, diamond patterns with eyeballs shit. on shit yeah. but you can almost see the poster paint strokes in the yeah. paint because it looks so fake but yeah uh uh rich lady snotty lady her apartment is all black and white with like floral flower stuff which i guess becomes an issue Actually, in retrospect, because everything in the school is kind of colorful until you see the heart of the school leader, which is also black and white. Mm. Which, uh, well, I don't know whether that would tie into Snotty I don't think Girl's it ties apartment. Into this. But just, it was, it's a contrast to the actual location of the school itself that her apartment is known. This is just colorful. wasting time, is what this is. Yeah, but it's also another excuse to have crazy background wallpaper, which yeah. that that's half the point. So yeah. one of the guys from the school shows up, he's dropping off the luggage, awkward conversations happen. He's acting like he's got a crush on Susie. He has to go back to school now because he lives there. So he does. It's an amazing scene. <laughs> the snobby girl's like, oh, you caught one. Said that motherfucker poor as fuck. He's cute, but he poor. Oh, he's so poor. Is this the guy with the balls? <laughs> yeah. Which one? Go get there. Oh, okay. This is, this is not the ball sack scene. No. <laughs> <laughs> Any movie where you'd say that, it, it has to be commendable to some mm. degree, yeah. So, uh, Susie remembers some shit from the prior night. The murder girl said something about a secret and an Oh, yeah, this is the fact that all this happened the night before is just uh, suddenly coming to her now, yeah. And that scene ends, and now dancing! It's bad! The best school in all of Germany, and people are just farting and stumbling around of and course. unitards and shit. All my notes here are about, because I confused Lurch with the blind guy. Mm-hmm. Is Lurch, oh, Lurch knows how to play a piano, where's Thing? Thing's mm-hmm. gonna come out and have play the harpsichord with him. I th- half my notes are Adam's family jokes that are now completely <laughs> I can't use. Nice. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, maybe friends with a fat, ugly maid who blinds people in the hallway with a glass shard. Oh, uh, we'll yeah. Th- we haven't got there yet. But yeah, yeah it's coming. But yeah, yeah that, that's, that's weird. Yeah. So the director shows up 
or not the director. I or don't know. Whoever, whoever, whoever budget Elizabeth Taylor is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm. she <laughs> let her know that her room is ready there. I've never seen an Elizabeth Taylor but, movie. Should we have Elizabeth Taylor month? We could not a month. <laughs> that that's I like the idea of just a going movie, all in. Maybe. We're gonna do Cleopatra. We're gonna do it's the only movie I know she's in. Um, uh, Cat on the Hot Tin Roof. Yeah. National Velvet. That's how much about it. all I know is that she was hot, but she was ugly when I was a kid. Mm. That's all I, she was an old lady when in the in the eighties. Yeah. And then she had a big diamond on the Simpsons. Like Michael Jackson had sex with her, or she was his mom. One of the two. <laughs> or why not both? Why not even Michael Jackson's world? Yeah, that's probably what how it went down. Anyway, what the hell? Okay, dance rehearsals. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then fucking yeah, isn't she terrible? Yes, everybody in this is terrible. <laughs> I didn't think to ask you for how everyone dances. It's awful. Movie. It's fucking but awful. They, but Daniel, it's about the beauty of the they human not, form. It's all they beautiful. Did, they. They hired like two professionals. You can see them in the backgrounds of some scene, and everybody else. Yeah. They just went to a local ballet school and said, "Ah, sure, come on." Which again, you think if the dancing was going to be that bad, it was because they hired a whole bunch of hot ladies and would be just show a chance to show off their cleavage or whatever and their dance tights and stuff like that. It's not even that. It's just I don't know. They just didn't give a fuck. Uh, Either but, way, but for some reason, Susie would rather st- stay at the snobby girl's apartment. I don't yeah, know. This is okay. weird. So because that, especially because yeah. it's not never a plot point or anything like that. But yeah, the the uh, the Elizabeth Taylor lady comes out and says, "Oh yeah, we do have and room she's for like, you now." Yeah. But then she she's like, "I want to stay there," and she's like, "Okay, fine, whatever." This, this and then kills the, like five the, minutes of screen time. The German time. lady walks up behind her and is like, "Oh, I had no idea you were so strong field." When you make up your mind, you stick to it. My co- except she doesn't really have a German accent. My compliments. And okay, <laughs> well, because everyone's dubbed, you can totally, yeah. you can totally see that lady in real life being hello, Herr Schnitzel. Yeah. But like now in this print, she's like, "Hello there. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not from here, are you?" <laughs> so yeah. later, uh... <laughs> she sounds like the aliens from what's the Gamera movie where they go to another planet? All the lady aliens sound like they're from fucking Minnesota. No idea. We're gonna eat your brains. I have no idea. Oh, it's one of the best. Mm, anyway. But... Um. So later, she's walking down the hall. Uh, some schlubby lady's polishing a knife. Or this is the first time I noticed. Yeah, German lunch know. lady. Yeah. But then she makes Susie get a headache when light shinely blasts her in the face. Which I guess ties into the ending about how the light reflecting properties of stuff, because then that becomes an issue Maybe? with the invisible. Thing. I don't know. I don't know. She I doesn't mean, feel good. It makes. I'm her all never going to see this shit. movie again. But if I did, that's one of the things I would keep in mind to see if this. Yeah, but, well, there's sparkle of light comes out, and she gets, like, she's kind of mesmerized, literally, for a moment yeah. or two, where she's, like, doesn't know where she's, she's at. And she's nauseous. Yeah. And she's in class now. The blind dude is gonna play the piano, people are gonna dance mediocre, mediocrely, whatever. That's better. Yeah. She's tired, but the German lady wants to see what she can do, so she must dance. And so they dance. They're all awful. Also, put your hair in a bun. What is that? What is this, amateur hour? What is this between flash dance? This and flash dance. And just in the last two months, like, hot girls going to fucking dance rehearsals or whatever, the auditions just fucking up left and, and like, right. The person's ca- playing the piano. German lady's counting, but she's not really on the beat when she's saying, one, two, three, four. She's not on the beat. Yeah. And she's telling them to get their legs higher, but they're not doing any moves where they're picking their legs up off the ground <laughs> so they can't get their legs higher. Lunch Lady Doors was not cut out to do ballet. This bitch never learned ballet. She do not look like a ballet dancer. She looks like a fucking linebacker. Yeah, that's the other thing. I was like, well, I was wondering a little bit. I don't want to assume because maybe she just had 
I squeezed out a whole bunch of puppies and her physique just went to hell. But this like doesn't look like she looks like she when she was twelve years old, she would have just been like a half sized version of herself. That's like, yeah, when was she like mm. anyway. So uh Susie Says the faint. fat guy who's never yeah, a potential dancer, but yeah. Susie faints, blood running out of her nose and mouth. In Nobody the most kind seems... of cartoonish poster paint <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. Nobody seems to care. Yeah, oh, cool. She... They all just kind of stand well, around her and look down really at her. It really lingers in for a while, too, because, like, yeah, no one's helping her or trying to give her air or anything like that. It's yeah. just, yeah. So later she's in laying in bed, and they're forcing her to drink water while the camera zips around the room. Doing some crazy shit, bit. yeah. Uh, something about hemorrhaging or something tiny torn ligaments being out of practice yeah that's how that works we do learn later that everyone here's just making up shit that they're just poisoning her i guess or something but it's just like the diagnosis is just what yeah you have tiny torn ligaments that cause the hemorrhaging from being out of practice that's not how anything works this lady's been only for like 12 hours and she's already fucked up by this jesus christ what the hell's going on in this place so now she'll be staying at the school so why did we waste all that time of her getting set up at the other place? Yeah, it's filler. It just, it's just, just a waste of time. Things that, yeah, just stuff that could happen. Yeah. So now she's staying at the boarding school. Lurch brings her food and wine, which the doctor said will help her make blood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Finally, she went It's like, good. I've always wanted to make blood. <laughs> um, there is a something here in this. Uh, there's a moment here I've never quite seen in a movie, uh, movie before. When Lurch brings a tray of food to Susie's new room at the school after she gets sick. The movie goes out of its way to show Lurch placing uh, Sarah's pocket watch on the tray before he leaves. It's a lighter, but uh, yeah. Yeah, we find out. Like, well, it's a little clock, but we do also find out it's a lighter, yeah. too. Uh, that's not so strange, but the fact that the movie literally freezes completely for a second to highlight the placement of the pocket watch mm. is. Because, oh. like, at least in the version we watched, yeah. uh, the version I watched, at I least, didn't notice, but... It's, like, literally stops for, like, a second. Like, the movie just freezes. It's not like, like the actor stops or anything like that, which I've never seen... Like, in animated shows, when they pause this, you can tell they paused it to fill more time. Yeah. a couple frames. Well, well, like, in the Looney Tunes cartoon, when the the fucking coyote's chasing the roadrunner, they stop and freeze in the Latin names. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was gonna have a show of, like, (laughs) Lurchus Lurchus Stelis, you know, comes up. But, yeah, which is funny, because that doesn't, as far as I know, that's not a plot point later. No, it's not. There's a lot of shit, like I said, there's a lot of red herrings in this movie. (laughs) Him being interested in a lighter, and Susie being like, you better watch it. He sure likes that lighter. I don't think he's a thief. Okay. Oh, we get spoiler. Elizabeth Taylor's evil. The end. That's yeah. a whole movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. So a bell rings. Sarah leaves. Susie starts combing her hair. She shakes like there's a train going by, yeah. and then nothing happens. Susie keeps combing her hair, and then she finds a maggot in her hair, as you do. It's the best part of the movie. And then oh shit, there's maggots everywhere. They're all over the ceiling. German lady's going to investigate the attic. So. It's very blue up there. So blue. Um, they go up there and find out. Well, they're excuse- they find They find eight dudes banging on pots and pans, and they say, This is music! <laughs> they, well, they go upstairs, find like a fucking Castlevania treasure chest filled with wall meats. It takes that's a, rotting. It takes a long time for them to get there. This is one of the major sequences of the movie, and. Actually, in retrospect, I'm trying to figure out why this even exists in the film. So, is the evil witch who's running the school, is she just fucking with everyone by causing phantom maggots to show up for no reason just because she... They find a box. Cable was out that day. There's some sausage, and they walk over thousands of maggots to get to the box. And... 
There's not <laughs> enough sausage for these millions of maggots. Because the entire attic is filled. It's raining down. It's raining the from the ceiling. That enough thing. that they have to uh, close down that floor for a day. Which is funny because then the day after that, there's like, I think it's almost like Oscar and someone says, oh yeah, we got rid of the maggot problem. Just because the film's not going to linger on the repercussions of the school now being infested by maggots, which would be a much bigger deal than would be taken uh, fixed up in just a day. But And, like, I figured there would be something behind this maggot attack. You think it's but... building up to something, but no. It's just, again, it's another picture the director obviously must have had in his mind that he just wanted to bring to life without With, any yeah, context or justification. It's just, like, here's a pretty picture. It's a fucking Andy Warhol movie. Don't think about it. It's just a thing we could show you. Which is fucking great. Why don't you just turn this into I mean, a fucking picture book? You would book? think that the the maggots eating the sausage would be a red herring, and there was another reason the maggots would be there. But no, that's why the maggots well, are there. Then, you think There's you, nothing sinister you behind it at all. The image of the maggots eating stuff would be more grotesque or anything, but just co- covered in blue light, and you're just like, well, that's a that's, and that's they sausage that goes sausage. to waste. If they had showed like a whole crate full of overturned sausage, yeah. that would like, even be more believable. Imagine a whole room, the whole attic filled with rotting meat. It's yeah. Something more... But it's just no, it's fucking. It's a sausage. Oh, Movie, again, sausage. even in its attempt to freak us out of with how gross it can be. It's like, who gives a shit? The grossest thing about the movie is when the guy, when the, the close up of the girl's finger while actually holding a live maggot. That's more gruesome than anything else that happens in the sequence. Yeah. It's just, yeah. And then they throw rice on some of the late actress's head to pretend that maggots raining down from the rafters and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So later, dialogue is happening and I can't hear it because the sound mixing is abhorrent. <laughs> Uh, apparently food that arrives at the school all the time, you get shipped in, it, it's spoiled. It's yeah, because they hid in the attic of, for a month. Millions and millions of maggots. Yeah. And while the maggots are getting... Oh, Ooh. that was my sausage oh. I had for the breakfast today. It oh, did dude. not turn into maggots because I ate it so quickly. <laughs> but yeah. Uh... So, Sorry, do you realize that's a terrible thing to do on a podcast? Just really just go... Breath. Oh, you're fine. I've, I know. I've done it's it not like times. we haven't done before, but <laughs> <Yeah>. just. <laughs> uh, That's how comfortable we are. While, our, while the maggots are getting cleaned up, they're going to sleep in the pa- practice hall. All the this... teachers are sleeping in there, too, for some reason. Yeah. I. I. Which is a big place. You think. Yeah. I mean, great. I guess maybe this is. They've managed to fumigate this one room, so it's the one maggotless guaranteed place mm-hmm. in the school. Which then just go to a fucking hotel for a night. Yeah. But this is actually one of the cool things I did like in the movie is. Uh, the moment when they turn off the lights in the makeshift dormitory in oh, the school's practice room after the magazine, and they turn on the uh, red light hot dog warmer from yeah, the hot dog Quickie warmer, <laughs> and you can see the silhouettes of the other girls and stuff. That's the one movie where it is get get does get a little lascivious with yeah. like the other girls' silhouettes. And the girls aren't doing anything sexy no. or anything like that, but it is nice and lurid. But that's like literally five seconds. Yeah, and yeah, you see their silhouettes, and everyone's getting ready for bed. And well, then the rest of the scene is all blood red too yeah. because then this whole conversation happens oh Susie these poor and... girls must have got such wicked headaches after filming this all day because <sighs> yeah because well this scene goes this on for a while most lights. of it's like one take of them mm-hmm. having this conversation and they're both just like staring like not blinking just mm-hmm. google eyed just like well as the one girl's like a, hawking a the other sam, girl's ear sam Raimi style camera flies around the sleeping girls yeah. way too fucking loud music plays Sarah gets jumpy and starts looking around. She asks Susie if she can hear that snoring. It's weird. Where do you think it's coming from? And Susie's like, "Bitch, it's probably coming from one of the people sleeping." Like I want to do. Don't say it that loud. Yeah, I'm surprised you hear someone else in the background just shut the fuck up. Go to sleep. So yeah, Susie. Sarah starts barfing plot exposition at Susie, saying they're all liars. 
to directors. That's one of them sleeping on the other side of the curtain. So, okay. And the moment she says this, you can hear... Yeah, that's this weird snoring. Yeah. So, so I can, I can understand. Mm-hmm. Some of the teachers and directors or what are sleeping down there with everybody, like as a show of solidarity, because yeah. they live in town. But why is the... They do make a point of the why fact that the teachers the, do live in town. The they don't live at the school. That we find out at the end of the movie is a shriveled old witch. Who's hiding from who's everybody. hiding from everybody, sleeping on the other side of the curtain. Like, why does she like, oh, I, I, I'll come down and sleep in the practice room with everybody. Well, let's also suggest that. What's she, the point of this? So, so did she accidentally fuck her, herself up with her own spell? Like, she's like, I got a great thing, a great prank I got to play on the school. I'm going to make maggots explode. Oh, no, it's maggots in here, too. Ah! And then she had to, like, clear out. And Did they have to, did, did the fumigation squad, did they have to go, like, into the, into the teacher's secret little fucking her little house or her little room in the middle of the coven that was hidden from everything to clear that out too so she didn't have to spend another night in the fucking yeah. uh, practice room like <laughs> why why is this why is she out here cuz i've never seen another horror movie where that where there's a secret mastermind controlling everything who ends up sleeping right next to the hero it's like <laughs> out in the open not yeah. like not pretending to be someone else but like like in the <laughs> Like, if they had just pulled back the curtain, they would have seen this horrible <laughs> visage. The first Friday the 13th movie where everyone's being killed by a killer, you know, or like, yeah, yeah, like kind of slasher movie like that, and, like, the person has some kind of weird, wheezy noise, and then the p- people sit down to sleep, and they're like, oh my god, the person who's been killing us this whole movie sleeping right next to us. For no reason, and then the movie just continues. It's like, what? It's like, you know, mm-hmm. that's... I, I, again, I thought... Because this movie's filled with so many red herrings, I thought this whole breathing thing was going to be another red yeah, herring. But nope, that actually really is just the whole villain of the movie, and it's never explained well, well, why he... it has to sleep in the gymnasium with everybody. Sarah's it's... like, uh, one night I heard some, I used to sleep in this other room down a hall, and one night I heard somebody come in late, I hear a strange ass snoring or some shit, I don't know, but apparently it's it's supposed to be the director of the school sleeping behind the curtain. That no one has ever seen and it's, before. It's, it's treated like some sort of horrible secret that, that this is discovered, and it's like, who gives a shit? Yeah. I thought there would be at least repercussions. Like, maybe you'd find out the directoress once you find out that actually is the villain of the movie, like, had heard Sarah say this to Susie, so that's why she uh, is, like, really violent towards her at the end, Why that's why her, her body gets all hammered up and fucking crucified and shit. Like, no, it's just, again, the idea... Did they have to carry her down from upstairs? Like... Well, she's yeah. invisible too. Like, not just there's the logistics of all this secret shit going on. They had to, they just put her in a tent right next to, sit literally in the yeah. middle of the room at the center of everyone if else. The, if the curtains had fallen down, everybody would have been like, "Hey, what the fuck's up with this prune lady?" Yeah, unless she's invisible. Then unless she's, she's that's invisible. even weirder because then she got her sheets like breathing up and down with no one you know underneath. But like huh. this movie's I, again. You're I know this is not the kind of movie you're supposed to be thinking about that. But if you think about this movie for more you know, than 10 was, seconds, none of it holds up to scrutiny. Is, like I any was kinda... expecting... I was going to watch this movie. I was expecting a nice little, like, slasher mystery where you're trying to figure out who's the villain of the movie the entire time. But this movie doesn't let you try to figure it out Well, at and all. even then, yeah, even, even if you're not trying to apply, like, the idea that it's supposed to be a murder mystery to it... Scream is written better than this. But yeah, just even taking this movie... At face value, as and just an excuse sucks. for a bunch of pretty pictures, like the, the the lack of lack of sense in this movie is like distracts from everything else because it's so sloppily plotted put together. It's yeah, 
It's yeah. It's it's not a matter of you're just nitpicking. It's the the picks are nicking you. <laughs> like we're like. Oh, stop, okay. Stop. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like I'm not trying to nitpick your movie, but you're like <laughs> being distractingly stupid about mm-hmm. some of the logic in this film. But yeah. So the next day, the blind piano player Daniel shows up, ties his dog up outside. Nothing bad ever happens to anybody yep. again. Yeah. It, there has to be a better choice than just leaving your dog tied up at the front door. That's what he's always been doing. Yeah. The dog's just out there for 12, like eight to 12 it's hours a day. It's pouring rain sometimes. Yeah. Well, so, um, <laughs> we see <laughs> little Lord Fauntleroy walking with the schlubby maid lady, and then we're inside the ballet school. As German lady comes stomping in and where Daniel's playing all angry and she informs Daniel that his dog bit the little boy, took a chunk out of his arm. Yeah, Prince Mordor got fucked up. It's like, maybe don't dress him like a chew toy and dogs won't bite him. (laughs) Why is this kid even here? He's not contributing anything to the school. Like, what? Mm, Yeah. So, so German lady yells at him because he's like, my dog would never do that. And she picks up his coat coat and cane and throw them on the floor. And even cartoon villains are like, Dial it back a little bit. You're yeah. fucking with a, a blind guy here and throwing his shit on the ground. In front of the entire you're, school. You're kind of like, being... You're, uh, well, you, well, being an asshole is cool, but you're you're going a little too far here. You're being a cartoon German fat lady is what you're being. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, she, she, the German lady is also a terrible actor because the entire time she's screaming at him to get out of the school and good riddance... She's grinning like an idiot. Uh-huh. She can't stop not smiling. And again, I don't know what this has to do with anything else going on in the school other than that just like a way to fuck over your, your own, the only person in the school that seems to know how to play piano. Yeah, and it's not like... Yeah. So... I, it, it, it just... Because I guess the headmistress can do evil shit with her magic powers, so she's just randomly taking yeah. it out on her own staff, I guess. So, I don't know. So he leaves, she yells good riddance, and then that day's over. So Lurch leaves Susie her food again, and as he's closing the door behind him, he just stares right into the camera. Which is a just, great shot, because he's all like, his face is all concave. Uh-huh. Rubber, rubber. I don't think he was supposed to look at the camera that God, hard. I wasted so many notes trying to figure out which one is the blind guy, which one is Lurch. That like It's I've... pretty easy. The blind guy is the one with giant black sunglasses <laughs> on, Bill. is pretty fucking obvious <laughs> once I picked up. <laughs> that, you know, all blind guys do, looking straight I... up at the sky. Well, this movie makes <laughs> no so little sense that for a while, I just assumed that maybe he was pretending to be blind and put mm, the glasses on yeah. when he got to the school or something like that. Yeah, I have all this spiel about this this movie being a secret Adams Family reunion prequel for mm. like you know Lurch and the blind guy and the fat lady and Prince Mordred are just like secretly Adamses yeah. just out to take out the rest of the school. But that would have been a more interesting plot than actually. So then later, in this movie, but... Sarah's sitting on Susie's bed, asking her if she can hear the footsteps of the teacher going away. Yeah, and, and they Su- don't say which teacher, Susie, but just a yeah. teacher. Susie's like, but the front door's on the left. Their footsteps are going to the right. Susie, you're a genius. Truly, only a genius would notice such things. And who cares where the fucking footsteps? Well, what this does this is... matter? People walk around to school. This is another thing where the film... You would think this makes it sound like they're suddenly like, okay, now you have to pay attention and, and, and understand what the logic of what's going on in this place. When this movie is not adhered to any kind of logic up until mm-hmm. now. Although, as as the movie continues, it turns out that the specifics of what's going on... It, it's not so much... It's just realizing... It's... It really doesn't is this whole, is, It's just is, more fucking noise. Is Sarah's whole obsession that the teachers actually aren't leaving at night? What yeah. is the point of this? Just the fact that the teachers are going from a place that they're not supposed... It's never articulated exactly why she's supposed to be so creeped out by this. I mean, if they're going to the left... But the, just, I don't know. It's... 
Who cares? I mean, I'm That's, not saying yeah. that we should be talking about, it, but I'm just saying like emotional. No, I like know. Because the... Sarah's like, Susie, if they don't leave, where do they go? I mean, this is the part, part of the film where like, I just kind of gave up. Susie should like, like, I don't, I don't know. Who cares? Everything in this movie is just going to be happening. Just they run the school. Maybe they're going to maintenance shit. Who yeah, knows? They have got rounds to check whatever all the they're doors talking to about. Whatever clue this is supposed to be leaning to the mystery of this movie. The mystery makes so little sense. So it doesn't really. It doesn't. This movie does not reward you for paying attention. Mm-hmm. And stuff. This is is my point. Right? So Susie, Susie is too sleepy. She she passes out, but Sarah wants to find out where the footsteps are going for some odd reason. So we later find out that it's so it's, she starts. It's, to... This is this they're she they're using the iris door presumably, right? Presumably, yeah. Yeah. Spoilers from the end. So of the film, so but... she starts to count footsteps. What a baffling mystery that totally doesn't need to be solved. Yeah. Various shots of hallways follow, and then it's elsewhere. Dudes in lederhosen's dance on a table and slap each other. <laughs> That's when I was at like, a oh, beer I hall. guess this is Germany. Yeah, and it da- gets very da- Clark drinking there. Then yeah. he leaves the beer hall. Twinkly, twinkly music starts to then play. He, yeah, that's the as he's walking across a large court dog courtyard. His bo- his dog starts <laughs> oh, to get God. agitated. He's got a fucking rock star up my nose. <laughs> his oh, dog God. starts to get agitated, barking, barking. Yeah, like, who's there? Who's there? A couple times. A bird flies overhead or something. Something. Some some shadows flutter on a building he's by. Music roads. And the buildup is too much. I'm getting bored. They spent a lot of the time where they're like building well, up this sinister threat that's supposed, this supposedly like, there. They spend too much time building it up, and I lose interest. This must be like the midpoint like of the film. So this is supposed to be the big movie. Yeah, they think they're like. And again, I've seen people talk about how what a master of suspense Dario Argento is, and I'm like, no, he just he again he has one or two pretty pictures on his head, and then he just farts around until they happen, mm-hmm. and it's stuff like this where this is not tense no this is not suspenseful it's just it just goes on forever there's a difference between there's no craft here there's no artistry it's just especially when this lengthy build-up finishes and the end result is the blind guy being attacked by a plush hand puppet dog <laughs> mm-hmm. like well then like even if it was suspenseful it gets completely undone by what the finished result is it's just like oh my yeah and again i know they don't have a big budget you're not you're not here for the big tom zavini gore effects that yeah. you would get in, like, Western movies that follow this uh, movie. But it's still just, like, and you could have really, done, that's it? You could have done something more interesting than his own Well, don't show it that if it's going to look that bad. Well, that's the other thing is, like, I can understand the whole, so, so much of this movie is the visuals. So they're not on that vibe of, like, less is more when it comes to the visuals. Have, but something like this would have been more have gra- his, interesting graphic if it was, like, off camera. Have his or, dog freak out and run away. Yeah. And then have him be murdered off screen and, like, have the dog come back and the guy is all dead. Or something. By a mysterious force. That would have been an interesting place where they could have gotten uh, creative with the sound design. Where the sound design could have, like, obviously you're going to be failed by your visuals here. That, well, that's the other thing, because this just takes place in a starkly lit I think lit, he just wanted to courtyard, show so it doesn't even a, look interesting. a dog pulling at me that's just off camera. I think that's <laughs> the whole reason he wanted that. About just, well, that's the other thing, is, though. The the, 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 the punchline to this scene is, yeah, the dude being attacked by a plush dog hand puppet mm. in between shots of that, the real dog pleasantly licking the actor's face and or chewing a steak. Yeah. And like... <sighs> it, it, it's like the dog... Did you ever see the Saturday Night Live sketch uh, Head Wound Harry? Yeah. That's what the dog is... That's what is happening here. <gasps> Who played Head Wound Harry? Um, oh my god, Garth, what's his name? Uh, Dana I Carvey. remember him having to like reach up yeah, and hold reach up onto and the head wound to the yeah. dog to toy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that dog got into. Yeah, I had thought of that since that aired because <laughs> I for no one else make reference to. That. I saw it the night 
live when it was yeah, on TV. Yeah, too. Oh my god, that's totally what this. And it's, yeah, it's Hedwood Harry. Yeah, what? Except for his throat instead of his head. And watching stuff like this happen in even older, like like Night of the Living Dead, they do a thing where like you know zombies are eating people, and yeah. so they cut away from like. It's so it's supposed to be a zombie eating someone, but they're obviously just eating a chicken wing. Yeah. Now that's in black and white, but that's more graphic and more interesting looking than this. Where obviously again, it's a dog just eating a steak that's kind of like that they taped made, to someone's uh, head. Or, yeah, it's, it's just pinkish, like yeah, yeah. No, this is just fuck you, Dario. So <laughs> you terrible so, at, at this. So the puppet rips his throat out. He dead. Yeah. So later, his quote unquote throat. Yeah. So um, then later, Susie's talking about. Oh the, no! Oh, wait! Oh no! My next note is just attack of fat bat. <laughs> Oh, we'll get there. I know, that's not the next thing. Just the opportunity to type attack of fat bat. (laughs) So later, Susie's talking to the budget, Elizabeth Taylor, and she's like, what the fuck's up with this place? Two people are dead. The ballet teacher is a German monster who obviously has never done ballet in her life. Yeah, she is. You don't have any set uniforms for people to wear in class. Most people don't wear their hair in buns. I hate to think of what the lower schools of Germany are like. There's a giant ballet room where people just fart around, hip hop and stumble in with no rhyme or reason. What's yeah? What's the the below this is like? If you get kicked out of here, do you go to like the school in Romania where it's such a bunch of people break dancing in a cave? Like what yeah. the hell? Like I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> so, uh, she tells Budget Elizabeth Taylor that the night that the girl ran away, she heard her say "Secret" and "Iris." So a bunch of Elizabeth Taylor's like, oh, I'll call the cops right away. Oh, is it this? And apparently, it's also been two weeks since she showed up to the school. Um, is this the scene where they're in the in uh, Elizabeth Taylor's Taylor's office? Yeah. Where this is, it is striking because Elizabeth Taylor's office is mostly monochromatic, kind of black and white ish. Except you can see in the back room there are the three painted irises on the wall, mm. which is funny because she's talking about the iris yeah. stuff. And but yeah, of course, the, this is the closest thing this movie has to like a setup and payoff. Is yeah. you see the irises on the wall behind them? And, Except they're uh, really poorly painted. It's hard to tell their irises. They just look like they blobs. Look blobs, especially because they're in soft focus in the background. Yeah. Like mm, it's yeah. So later in the ballet school's pool, uh, oh, yeah, Sarah and Susie are getting in, and one of them is very cold. I can't remember which one it is. Yeah, Pachow. Uh, well, I don't, they're both a little cold, but one is definitely like, yeah, colder than the other. Yeah, she could break, she could cut glass with those diamonds. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then Sarah scolds Susie for telling that information, and she's whispering to her, "You put them on the hunt for something." Sarah tells Susie that Pat, the the girl that ran away, was her friend, and she was trying to sell her something before Susie showed up, and she got scared and ran away. Uh, top-down camera shot of them with sinister music plays. I was totally... I didn't even pay attention to any of the dialogue in the scene because they were swimming so weirdly. Yeah. I was more distracted by that. Turns out uh, the director wanted them to swim as softly as possible so as not to disrupt the water just because he thought it was creepier that if they had, like, the, the movie, uh, the water was oh. as, like, smooth Mission as glass. not accomplished. But, yeah, it's just, like... I don't know. I don't even know what. Oh yeah, whatever you said happens in the scene. Yeah, there's a shot them. of them swimming. Yeah, and sinister music. <laughs> and then that's done. It's just okay. Yeah, and that and scene's then, over. And then, uh, and Fuck then, the and Sarah's bitching again. She tells her that Pat had been taking notes for months about the place. And tonight she's gonna read them. Okay. But oh no, it's nighttime, and Susie's falling asleep again because the wine is obviously drugged. And Susie's freaking out. Or not Susie, Sarah's freaking out. Yeah. 
The notes are gone, and the only thing left is the note she took about canning the footsteps to find where the teachers are going at night. But Susie falls asleep, and Sarah acts like Susie's dead. She starts to hear the footsteps, and she's sweating like a fucking crazy person. She turns off the light. Red light turns into green light. Which, okay, I guess this the director... Like the randings of a maniac, but this is versions. what the movie yep. is. I'm trying to even remember... Yeah, a bright white light comes on in the hallway. You can see it through uh, uh, a window above the doorway. Mm-hmm. And, hmm. and so Sarah leaves that room via a doorway, and the other door opens and looks at Susie in her bed. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't know. Even it's, knowing what happens in this movie, I don't know who's looking at her. It's visually just stuff for it to happen. I don't know like, who's looking at her. He got bored. Like the, it's like the director got bored and like, we just have to have a bunch of figures and bodies and lights moving around. But like in terms of like what it means, it actually, in the, it's it's just texture. It's, yeah. There's nothing. There's no substance so, to it. So now yeah. Sarah's going to frantically run around the super red hallways of the school until she eventually finds her way into the blue attic. Uh, and this a, is the best a, part of the film. A quick shot. Of an old-timey straight razor box being opened with a straight razor in it. Oh, yeah. And Sarah bumbles her way into a secret passage in the attic with a pulsating light coming out of it. Oh, this is a different But she does not go in. She stumbles and bumbles her way past a pair of glowing green eyes. Yeah. And then she blam, straight razored. Yeah, it, it suddenly cuts to the throat of a dead body of a pig. No, nope, its... no, no. Is that no one? No, she just gets slashed with it. And then she she goes into the room with the white light that had been shining out of it, but not before making sure she crashes her body to, to two this window like panes. You have a flu, and this is your your fever dream that you came up with last <laughs> night. Yeah. So now she's in the, the that room, and it's locked. But the straight razor comes through the crack in the door, li- trying to lift up the oh lock the, the, the lock the door, yeah because it's a latch which, latch lock. The per- whoever's on the other side of the door is obviously just a moron because they keep kind of like just go. Nah. Boop. Lift it and then you're done. Yeah, it's it's bad. But uh, well, I guess the killer there's, is there's was win- born before locks were invented. There's a window up high, so she starts stacking shit to get up to the window. She goes through it. She jumps down to a barrel. She's standing on top of a barrel, and she sees a door that's open on the other side of the room, and just leaps into a bunch of razor wire. I, that's one. Of the, I rewound it just to make sure. Like, why would as you long as not- she falls into it, gets knocked into it, she just goes, oh, there's a pit of razor. Why- also, why the school just happens to have, like, why the school has set up this obstacle course <laughs> for her? Why didn't she look down? Why and then, then she falls into the razor wire and she's like, eh. <laughs> just, <laughs> that's the one. And again, I, I get, I've, I've seen other people rave about how it's tense and stressful this movie is. And I'm just like. This is the worst fucking double there. She doesn't there. even really get cut up in the razor no, wire. No, she's just kind of like, well, I thought it was even, I guess it is razor wire. I thought it was just like, uh. It is just regular wire. Barbed wire. It, that's what, but, but that's what it's it supposedly looks like. It looks like she wire. got fucking attacked by a slinky. Yeah. And the, that's what it is. It's a giant unrolled and slinky. And she is kind of like flailing like, oh no, she's like fucking Bela Lugosi and fucking Bride of the Monster wrestling, wrestling with a fake tentacle yeah. octopus. She's like, oh no, what could happen with me? She struggles and screams and carries on until somebody comes in. We get a <laughs> close-up of a pig getting sliced open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's actually that one shot of that pig's throat getting sliced open is probably the most interesting thing in this whole movie. Just because yeah. it's a real pig of fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but assuming they didn't actually kill the actress. Yeah. But yeah. So the next morning, Susie is in Sarah's room looking for her. She can't find her. German lady, who I guess his name is Miss Tanner. 
Really? It was Tanner? The very German name Tanner. So this is so this is a prequel to Full House. Mm-hmm. Okay. Says she left suddenly this morning, and the dude who has a crush on you heard her leave around six a.m. Isn't that right? <laughs> that isn't that right, boy? And he's like, "Yeah, sorry, I couldn't hear you over how badly my jeans are giving me a giant moose knuckle. I mean, it's <laughs> slicing my balls right down the middle. I know seventies pants are tight." But wow! Oh. You think I put my jeans on by your jeans on by mistake? Again, this may be another thing where I was just taking notes and wasn't paying attention to what's on the screen. But your screen caps you posted <laughs> on Twitter this morning. That guy looks it, like it he looks... got kicked in the nuts by a ghost, and and the, and the kick never went away because it's so like it's, it's, it's it looks like individual balls just it, like <laughs> like it, hugging it the seam of like his pants. Somebody's trying to cut a pile of meat in half with. Uh, of like a sledgehammer or a crowbar you can't cut it with it it's just swoosh it's like a fat man's neck being choked <laughs> <laughs> it's like the fat is just flinging over it oh it's so bad it is... that is is this the most horrifying thing to happen yeah. all this <laughs> where's his penis <laughs> that's the only thing because you think there would still at least be something so it's just like he's just got like a nerf ball how do you legs put pants just... on like that and say yep I'm ready for my day it's the most Bulbous <laughs> camel toe. I've ever a forward facing camel. On ratemycameltoe.com, <laughs> he got a 10 every time. Oh my, I was just looking at the wikifeet.com last night. I didn't know this is something that exists. There's a whole wiki de- dedicated to actresses' feet. Oh, um, of course. I saw there something is. on Reddit where people were going nuts about like Brie Larson's big left toe or something like that. I was like, what the fuck is this? I would not be a bit surprised if, that there's a camel toe wiki.com oh, I'm sure or something there is. like that. But this is just, and the guy's got, also he's got a dramatic kind of like, kind of a page boy haircut too. He's like super 70s. So mm-hmm. just as a whole figure, as the whole package the guy just looks like a nightmare. Oh man. <laughs> Does he Oof. walk in? Do you see him in motion? With yeah. Balls like that? So it's <laughs> How do you not just walk and scream at the same time? <laughs> Oh my god! If you want to see what we're talking about exactly, just go check out my my Twitter. For yeah, the Grumpy Turtle for October first. I posted god, it yeah. in the morning. You know, I wonder what the podcast art for this episode's gonna be. <laughs> Good call. Just a close up. Oh, no, go- total oh, abstract. Man. I can't wait to see that in 4K. Could you just put a red filter over that? That'll be. Oh my god! Yeah, actually, I might have to read that that, that 4K Blu-ray then. Oh my god! Just oh. just for this one thing. God, so yeah, that yeah. So he Walker, t- that is the highlight of Suspiria yeah, right there. Yep. He tells Susie he heard Sarah leave around, leave around six a.m. I heard footsteps, then a door closed, then a car door closed, and the car drove away. And she's like, "But that's impossible." So is he lying? Or is Why is it impossible? That bitch was crazy, huh? Is he lying? Or no, he probably that? heard that. Yeah, he probably heard mm-hmm. that shit. Because he doesn't say, I saw her leave. He said, I heard her He just her heard, leave. but yeah, I guess that could have been anyone leaving the school, but... So, in, of course, Susie calls Frank someone or other. She's worried about Sarah. She's oh, yeah, vanished. She turns out she's got a contact in town. She'll meet him at the convention center. Yeah, this is a weird digression. And also, the, the German lady in budget, Elizabeth Taylor, walking down the stairs complaining about bitches be vanishing. It's very frustrating because they're responsible for them. Which, in retrospect, they're both the ones, they're the ones responsible for killing these kids. Yeah. So, like, what? Yeah, I don't know. Why are they even having that conversation, yeah. though? If you're, yeah. So, now we go to the convention center, where there's a sign. Sixth meeting of new studies in psychiatry and psychology. Which I thought was super badass, because it's like an engraved glass slab. 
But the whole point of signs like that at convention centers, they're usually just like the you know, like little like you know when you go to McDonald's, yeah. this is we got Happy Meals for mm-hmm. the, this month. It's usually just like a very temporary placard with like yeah. you know someone like did someone like actually like pay like five thousand dollars to have a glass slab for this like weekend oh, it didn't long look convention edge to me it looked like they used some masking tape on it oh that could have been too but i like the idea of just like it being like anyway that's that, that is nothing in the film but yeah there's some kind of psychological conference mm-hmm. going into town and then Susie's talking to a dude in a pea green jacket mm. he's chugging wine he don't know where where sarah went 1976 germany what else are you gonna do so he's like she used to be patient of mine so let me break all those confidentiality laws and tell you about it. Yeah, because it's not like they even know that she's dead yet. It's no. just like, hey, Susie, what's well, something's up with Susie? Tell me everything that ever happened to her. And it, this actor's name is Udo Kier. Yeah, Gog- he's he's a known dude. Yeah, I couldn't place him. The only thing I know I knew him from is Ace Ventura. He was a character in Ace Ventura. You know, I've That's never it. seen it. And I think I've seen chunks of Blood Rain, and he's in that, because oh, wow. he's a German actor. I, yeah, I, I think he's still alive, but he was yeah. still making movies. As he's done over 200 ago. films. Yeah, he's as, and he's one of the biggest German character actors yeah. out there. Yeah. I wonder if this this could, could have been... Well, he's old enough. Maybe this wasn't one of his first things, but maybe one of his first things that people really know of. Yeah. But. So she finds... Susie finds out the Academia... Academy. Academia. Academy was founded in 1895 by somebody that the townspeople supposedly called a witch. Uh, she made this the the place of ballet and occult academy, and then she died in a fire supposedly. And Susie's like, "But what does it mean to be a witch?" And that guy's like, "Shit, girl, mental illness." This old dude over here could tell you more than me. Hey, old man, come over here and tell this girl about witches. Yeah, this shit is completely out of left field. There hasn't, well, but, there hasn't been any, like, well supernatural shit up to now. Now they, the, end, the movie's about to end, so they have to set up the ending. Yeah. So that's essentially what they're doing. It's like, okay, well, we can't just have a witch come out of the blue. We're going to give, like, try to give some kind of justification as so, to why it's going to turn out to be a witch. So but. she talks to this old ratty-ass-looking dude, yeah. and she's like, what do witches do? And he's like, they want to get rich, but they got to do evil to get rich. Murders and not shit. quite exactly what he says, but that and is what he says. His yeah. eyebrows are out of control. <laughs> I and, feel like his philosophy of like witchcraft is actually just mental because that's pretty much where it is and stuff like that. But, so like, it's, it's hard to pay attention to what they're saying in this scene because there's a shot of them and you can see the reflections in the background and the camera zooms in on the, their reflections to focus in on the reflections. Except you can totally see the camera and you can also see a dude off to the left of the camera who's looking back and forth from the scene to them. That is the director, Dario Argento. Yeah, I looked it up online. Did you not see that this was Again, this guy caring so giving so few shits about his craft, just like hey whatever. You really planned that out, huh? From the master of suspense. (laughs) And again, for this movie supposed to be such a visual powerhouse. Oh, you can see he's like in his tight little orange shorts. Dario Argento, yes. He's so good at his job. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Fuck. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so they say something, but I couldn't pay attention because I was like, who the f- what is that dude like, in the shot? This? Yeah, it's like, really, it goes on for a while, too. Yeah. You think, like, did the cameraman not, like, point out to the director and say, we're totally just filming ourselves with the actors in between <laughs> us and this last thing? Yeah. Yeah. So back at the school, oh. Susie decides no more wine for her. She, I'm done. Mm-hmm, oh no! Dumps all the dumps her. It begins. <laughs> so, that should be the chapter stop title for the last part of the film. She she dumps her food that's in the toilet. That's the opposite. Yeah. Wait, what is that? When he drinks the non-alcoholic yeah, beer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's one of my favorite old-time gags. 
I'm sorry. She's back at the yeah. school. <laughs> and she starts dumping her food in her red lit toilet. Yeah, and all of, yeah, and, it looks and that's the, actually one of the grosser parts of the movie. And it's the, like all this cheddar the, cheese yeah. on the toilet room and the wine into the sink, which basically looks like a syrup. It's yeah. so thick and juicy. It should be letting us in there. It was it's been decanting for a couple days. Mm-hmm. Uh she goes and knocks on Mark's door, but no one's there. No one anywhere. The fat janitorial lady tells her that they all went to the theater to watch the latest Looney Tunes shorts. And she's like, "What? Do nobody, love those Looney Tunes. nobody told me what the fuck." And yeah, why didn't why didn't she go? Why isn't she there? Also, there's not a good reason. So, wasn't so, a little German kid? Wasn't like one of the kids who ha- who hassled uh, the witch, voiced by June Foray? Wasn't it like oh, oh Hansel I'm thinking, and Gretel? Hansel and Gretel, yeah. yeah that's, Hansel. They're going out to see Hansel. 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 I can totally see all the kids at this. Kids, all, like this entire staff, as the whole end of the movie is happening, they're just in the theater, like Hansel, Hansel and Gretel. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's Andy. good. Yeah. He's good. <laughs> I think that's all the entertainment in Germany ever. Mm-hmm. After World War Two, they couldn't actually like make any, so they have to watch everything else. So everyone makes about the Germans. Yeah. Oh God. So Susan calls Frank. Yeah. Actually, she... could you make that also? I maybe I'll make that one of the when I tweet about this episode. It'll just be. I stole from Hansel and Gretel, but just bathed in red. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. It'd be fitting. <laughs> I don't know why this actually is so funny. Yeah. yeah! So, Susie calls Frank, mm. the guy with the pea green jacket. Oh, yeah. But while she's talking to him, thunder happens, power flickers, egg, and then that's that's that. So, yeah, she just, loses, well, I guess this is the end the of the movie line. starting, I guess. So, oh, uh, then the scene happens where she's dumping her food in the toilet, but it doesn't matter the order. Yeah. Uh, she sees two red lights out the window. Looks like a car driving away, but it's not. She opens the window. Bam! A prop from the 1930s Dracula flies in. It really is. A very fat round bat is jiggled on it a screen string in her hair. A plush toy. It's not even <laughs> trying to be. Because you're making a horror film again. You're Dario Gento, master of cinematic visual mm-hmm. beauty and you pick can the rolliest polio fattest bat we not can, can possibly get roll up a sock and give it to fangs and that will be <laughs> our, that will be our bats <laughs> so my, my tweet my notes are just attack a fat bat attack a fat bat uh-huh. which also when it does attack her also turns into a silly plush puppet yeah because it's just like <laughs> it's like when vincent price gets bit by uh uh, vampire Kermit the Frog. Yeah, it's that yeah. kind of effect. It's no, just... that's way better. Oh my god! She freaks god. out. It drops on the floor, <laughs> flops around a little bit. Yeah, she throws a blanket. She throws on a it. blanket over it and then smashes the ever-loving shit out of it with a stool. Yeah, she turns him. Damn, Susie, you cold-blooded. You could have just picked it up and thrown it out the window. It's just a poor little bat. She turns fat bat into flat bat. <laughs> That poor bat. That poor bat. Man, that's they could make a killing. Studio Ghibli has Totoro dolls and shit like that. If they had Suspiria little fat bat dolls, I would buy the shit out of mm. one of those. Oh my god. So that scene ass. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess the witch sent a fat bat to kill her to take her <laughs> I don't out. No. She's really the witch is having to pull out like that. This, yeah, this is her final. She's she's run out of running out of things to throw at Susie. So. Oh she looks God. at the note that has the footsteps counted on it. Oh, and decides yeah. to follow its instructions, even though she 
has no idea what turns to make when counting the steps, but all right. Yeah, because it's just, where do you start, where do it's you end? It's just a bunch of numbers. It's just... Two, it doesn't say right, left, or This is the worst anything. end of Indiana Jones' Last Crusade I've ever seen. Uh, I uh, do, this is a weird note, I do like Susie's high-heeled shoes at the uh, end of this film. Mm. Seriously. just yeah, okay. I just liked her shoes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, They're like little kind of, like, I don't know. She goes, sneaks past the kitchen where the fat old ladies are working. One gets jumpy and is ready to straight up fucking murder whoever walked past the kitchen. Yeah, and no one's there. Susie Height. I don't have to worry about burglars or like because it makes but it sound like they're out to kill her. Like, yeah, like a fucking stabby and stab. They should just be. Oh, maybe because they know that there's like are the witches actually doing something that night specifically that like I don't that's know. why they came up with an excuse as to why all the students have to be out at the watching Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, a shot of some gargoyle spitting rain outside for I no thought reason. That was cool. I love the idea of having drains connected to your gutter shaped like gargoyles that yeah. spit water running around. Yeah, that would be cool. It's completely impractical, but a great idea. Yeah. So Susie goes into Budget Elizabeth Taylor's office. Uh, she sees some irises on the wall and remembers the secret. The irises on the wall. Yeah. Turn the blue Does one. Does a total flashback to uh, to what's her face being in the rain at the beginning yeah. of the film. So saying, she do. Yeah. And the secret door, I've been staring at like crazy the entire time she's been in this office open. Yeah. And she finds some nice blue uh, chunky curtains. Behind those curtains is another hallway, which she slowly, slowly, slowly walks down. It is cool, while yeah. While the tinkerly, tanky, tink music plays. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. But it is cool. I do like how as soon as she crosses that blue curtain threshold, everything turns blue. Not that the whole movie turns black and white, but all the sets go from lurid color to like, yeah. Yeah, I think especially that hallway is black with, like, gold, like, with Latin writing, shit all over it. Well, writing in different languages, like, there was some Hebrew yeah. writing, <laughs> and German, and Russian. Every attempt in this movie to do anything with Latin is completely just made up garbage. What shocking? This Equios Pulsac Magistrum, just, like, just made pull up. Just... Pulmabalsac. 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 Oh, God. So she sees Tanner, Miss Tanner, and Budget Taylor talking. And Taylor's like, we need to get rid of that bitch of an American girl. Vanish! I do love as Make soon her as she... disappear. Vanish. Vanish. Die, die, die. Yeah. Well, she's, yeah, there's a curve in the hallway, and she could just happen, she happens to see they kept their door open to this secret inner sanctum. Mm -hmm. They just have to be yelling the most crucial information she needs to know about, While like... While feeding her, like, cheese, I don't know. Or something, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's ridiculous. Lightning, it's contrived as yeah. shit. Lightning and thunder cause the lights to change from red to blue to other colors. For, like, because it's, it's a fucking Argento movie. And Susie's hiding behind a curtain. She turns around and finds Sarah's bodies. Who's got like giant pen needles in her eyes? That her, is, I thought that was actually kind of cool because she's essentially crucified. But the fact that they put nails in her eyes and yeah. her eyes are wide open, I was like, ah, that's fucked up. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> and the Susie escapes, and then uh, Lurch starts to look around with the lighter. So Susie goes into another room. She escapes into a Spencer's gifts. Yeah, where she hears that strange snoring from earlier yeah. in the movie. So, of course, she knocks over a decorative peacock, which causes yeah, balls, like to, balls to roll across the floor. It's a weird, uh, that, it very, it's very Spencer's Gifts. It's like a neon peacock lamp. Yeah. And the feathers kind of, like, spill out, and they've got glass handles, and it's like iron feathers or something yeah, like that. Yeah, she picks one up, yeah. and then there's a voice. Who is it who's there? You it want is... to kill me. You want to kill Elena Marcus. You know, that name we've grown to know, and... Exactly I've been who it dying is. to find out who blah, who blah, is blah, Elena is. Marcus. 
Oh, I've been saying it through the entire movie since they first mentioned it. It's who an is awkward I market. That was on the poster is who is whatever the hell they're saying in this movie. There's yeah. a shadow behind a curtain. She pulls it back. There's nobody there. What happened? What happened to it? You wanted to kill me. Well, shit, here's some living death for you. So then <laughs> some dogs bark. A hand comes from behind the door where she was. And then it opens. And oh no, Sarah's body's got a knife and is walking with a knife. Oh, Very no. slowly, just kind of shuffling around with her eyeballs. I'm assuming they must have made contacts with that actress's. That actress that just had the just fake... had fake eyes above her eyes. Yeah, that's entirely... I guess it could be just, yeah, entirely just... Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> then you couldn't blink, because then you'd yeah, have, like... and and you don't want to fall over when you were... Oh, I didn't think about... Oh, that's <laughs> that's more gruesome than anything else in this film. Oh, but So, yeah. the old witch laughs, and a kind of gold outline of her for body moment, flashes which for is, some reason. It's almost like a flash effect, like I said, when when the when uh, Lunch Lady Doris at the beginning of the movie like flashes like yeah. a p- bit of glass at uh, Susie. I guess I don't. know. I'm assuming they were setting this up. Maybe? But the idea that like, I don't think they if there's a flash of like, but like you see a silhouette uh, on the bed for a quick second, and then Susie figures out what's going on. Yeah. yeah. So Susie decides to stab it. So she does she right really through just just right like, through the neck. Let's see what happens. Whoop. So Sarah's body falls down and vanishes as it does. Yeah. Things start exploding in the room and shaking and shit. So Susie runs out, looks back. All the staff is going cray cray, choking. Yeah, they're just covered in blood spontaneously. They're all bloody and shit. So, yeah, like defeating Dracula Dracula at the end of every Castlevania game, killing the headmistress causes the whole school to spontaneously crumble. Mm -hmm. Susie slowly leaves as doors are blown off their hinges. Yeah, it's not just falling, but like and, it's explode. It's just like Jesus Christ. And it take it takes a long. It takes way too long for her to get out of the school. It's not intense or anything. She eventually makes her way to the front door, outside into the rain, walking away with a laugh. Kind of, the school catches on fire with lots of screams coming from inside. That's pretty great. And it's over. That's it. Really, is a Castlevania ending where she defeats the main boss, mm-hmm. walks out, it crumbles. I guess it's Congratulations a good thing all the, the students were at the theater. I, I which is most again so contrived. I guess yeah, and presumably the lunch staff that got taken out. Well, fuck them because they were gonna attack her with a butcher knife if they found her anyway. I guess. I guess that's Suspiria. Yeah, that's some old bullshit. Yeah, not the worst thing. Again, not actively terrible, but yeah. way, way. Way the fuck overrated. Oh, super, Even yeah. by 1977 standards. Yeah. Holy shit. I, I want to find another movie that means 1977 that is better than this. A wouldn't horror be, mill. Wouldn't be too oh. hard. Well, we almost followed up this. I was going to choose How Sue as my next film to, to, to talk about after we did this. Mm-hmm. And I realized it's similar enough to this. And maybe I'll save it for next year. Because I don't know if we could we could have stood up to like two bullshit things like this in a row, too. Yeah. Two uh, lurid, style over substance, foreign yeah. horror films in a row. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, this is this is the epitome of style over substance. Yeah, and I mean, at least the style had a couple good, cool moments of actually being stylistic. But yeah. even then, but f- mostly, even but you the style s- wasn't that good. You have to sit through Suspiria in order to see those moments. <sighs> Fair it does have watching the a best YouTube cam- highlights reel. Does have the best camel toe I've ever seen in a movie. Best though. camel toe, a couple good hand puppets. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really it. That is yeah. the Welcome to Suspiria. Four only four Ooh. people really die, aside, excluding the villains. Yeah, not that the quality of any movie move 
horror movies uh, is derived solely from its body count. But still, yeah, even but... that from people say this is the goriest thing again. It's not the goriest. It's not this. It's not gory. It's not scary. Yeah, not really suspenseful. What the fuck is wrong with people? I don't know. I'm again, and maybe that's this the movie that's the thing around. about this podcast. We find out stuff that people love from their youth. Yeah, is often not as good as they think I it mean, is. It's a lot Hall- of retro. The novels. scene in Halloween Three with the bugs and the mask and everything like that is more fucking. And you know what? I haven't seen that movie. I bet if I watched it, I'd be like, Bill, this is not. Well, that's only even then once, but I'm not telling you it's the fifth goriest, scariest movie of yeah, all time. Just, Halloween Three is some saying, bullshit. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm just saying that scene probably isn't as fucked. We would have actually had a better course. time talking about Halloween Three than than Suspiria. Yeah. Halloween Three, I will admit, it's fucking terrible. But, yeah, yeah. But that's Suspiria. Let's see what kind yeah. of crazy. Hey, Bill, what notes do you have about this film about the making of it? Oh, do tell. Yeah. Uh, this was one of the last, one of the very last, if not the last, I've actually heard this was the, the, the last film, uh, produced, uh, though not necessarily shot, which is a weird difference, mm. an old school three strip Wizard of Style Technicolor. Oh, okay. Um, they sh- I guess they, a lot of people get confused and think this was shot on three strip te- Technicolor, which would have produced like, I think a strip of green, blue, and red. Yeah. And, but it was filmed normally, but then when the prints were produced, they did go through the Technicolor thing of, like, breaking up the, the image into those three mm. strips, which produces a very specific kind of color image. Yeah. And which, again, if you see this in theaters with, like, a really high-quality print, is like, supposed to be super punked out and lurid. Which I guess they're going to be touring <laughs> around with. I was l- looking up Suspiria one, uh, the night I was watching this. Yeah, it's showing in three different theaters in town. We probably have, we, we, we couldn't have taken notes while watching the movie, but yeah. we would have probably been better served by just going to see a seven minutes. Mm. And a Hollywood theater, they got us. They're probably watch, showing it right now. But then a we seven would have had to watch Suspiria twice. I know, yeah. So, and fuck it. We, we just watch it at home a month from now if we just want to With watch, people watch. who are fans of Suspiria. Oh my god. Got <laughs> 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 kind of thrown out because laughing at all the. Oh no, attack of fat bats! <laughs> oh no! Oh god, yeah. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, this is written and directed by Dario Argento. The success of this movie allowed Argento to produce George Romero's Dawn of the Dead just a year later, which is, again, I grew up with that movie, so who knows. I don't want to talk Dawn of the Dead up too much because I grew up with it, but... And uh, lastly, uh, I thought this was kind of vaguely interesting. The idea of uh, the three mothers. Oh, this is a whole thing, so I... I guess this movie was the start of a whole trilogy that Dario Argento made, mm-hmm. uh, which the villain in each one of the movies is, is a different three, three mothers yeah. figure. Uh, the three mothers being um, fictional characters from Lavana and Our Ladies of Sorrow, which is a section of Thomas de Quincey's Suspiria de Profundis. Uh, that book asserts that just as there are three fates and graces, there are also three sorrows. And the sorrows being like figures of, of sadness in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, these three figures are Mater Lacarium, who is Our Lady of Tears, Master Suspiriorum, the la- uh, Lady of Sighs, which is the villain in this film, and Mater Tenenbaum, uh, the Lady of Darkness. Man, I'm for someone who did take a couple years of Latin, I am mangling that Tenenbaum. Uh, so yeah, each one of those films is is the villain is is one of those ladies. Hmm. Uh, the the Attribute of each woman, tears, size, and shadows and darkness. As a direct translation of her name from Latin, uh, mater being the Latin word for mother. So yeah, it's a whole, it's, it, it doesn't, it's not like a historical thing, but it is kind of funny that like, I, I just like the idea that 
Dario Argento went, oh, here's this weird Latin idea that, like, every woman can control all this, all the sadness in the world, and I'm just make a uh, trilogy of horror films about each one fucking shit up. And I guess in the, like, in the sequels, they really go into the elaborate backstory of the witch who gets taken out in this movie. She, yeah. like, fought a white witch, like, in 1905, and that's how she died in a house fire, because she almost got jacked up by this, this other one. And that's why she's all fucked up in this movie, and there's, like, two other witches out there. It's all kind of crazy. It's a shared universe, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But yeah, yeah, that's Suspiria. And I guess they're remaking it? I, yeah, well, I saw people were like, with Glory, Glory, Muritz. What's Glory, Muritz. And Tilda Swinton, which of course she's going to play the stern headmistress of a school. Well, I guess she's the villain then, I guess. How do you make re- remake Suspiria with Tilda Swinton and she's not the villain? Uh, um, Yeah, I don't think I'll be seeing it. I, I was going to say, I don't think, what's her name, Chloe Gross Muritz? What's her face? I don't know. I don't think she can dance, but then again, there's no dancing in this. Well, there was one scene the of dancing, and everyone was terrible. The anyway. people in this couldn't dance. So yeah, I yeah. did see it's supposed to take place in Germany in 1977 again, though, which is interesting. So at least they're going to make it a period piece. Mm. But yeah, Suspiria. So from that wet fart of a movie, man, I am maybe, blown out to, just thinking about to probably another wet fart of a movie. Hey, Bill, I tore my asshole open. <laughs> Trying to come up with something more interesting than this. <laughs> it may be great. Who knows? We'll find out. Uh, oh this I only gosh. chose this because over the course of the year, you know, I would think of movies like we could tackle. Over the course week. of the year, I've gotten more and more brain damaged. So I figured well, I would watch this movie. I would take notes about random movies. About, oh, that might be something fun to tackle on Target of the Party sometime. And in my notes, I had just happening to be right next to each other. I love the contrast because my, my uh, first film choice was The Devil's Backbone, which we just did two episodes ago. My next choice, this is a little bit of a palate cleanser, direct contrast to that in Suspiria. We're going to do Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> Just, Yay. why the fuck not? Um, it can't be worse than some of the other movies we've done. Well, I, I'll say that now, but it's got Eartha Kitt. I scanned through a little bit. It's got Eartha Kitt in it. It can't be that bad. I know. Th- <laughs> I don't know if that. Hey, she was good in Batman. She was good in Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who knows? <laughs> I just wanted something light and punchy and fluffy. I've already seen Hocus Pocus, otherwise I probably wouldn't be doing that. Mm. And I just saw Monster, Monster, not Monster Factory, Monster Squad last year. Yeah. Uh, not for Tardy the Party, but I just happened to yeah. watch it. Just, you know, my own. I should have saved that. Because although yeah. even that, I haven't, not, I haven't seen it. I don't, so. care. I don't think it was actually that good. So yeah, you could always choose it. Yeah, I think it's another one of those. You have to grow up with it. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, so Ernest scared stupid. Look, I did like Ernest back in the day. So did I. I would love the Ernest. Yeah, but... but it was only very small bites, like thirty second commercials for things yeah. and stuff. Yeah, two hours. Well, I'm assuming it's probably gonna be ninety minutes of. You know, I, I'm not I saw Ernest goes to camp. I don't anything. <laughs> you see about it in the theaters? It. I don't even remember. Really? <laughs> That's pretty bad. When you like, I've seen it. I have no idea what about it at all. You, did, you read the the book, right? The book that all the yeah, I read the was... novelization. Not even the novelization. Mm. The the actual journals of the actual Ernest P. Worrell. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was called Hey Vern, a lifetime of. of <laughs> I just shame. imagine this big dust covered leather tome like the Bible <laughs> that's actually been around for three hundred years. That yeah, the the Vern Ernest stuff is just a dramatization of that yeah that's yeah. what we're doing next. that's what we're doing next <laughs> to oh well no that doesn't close out halloween that's no cool. we're only halfway done yeah. we've only done yeah devil's backbone and suspiria 
You know what you're going to do for your thing. Then, yeah, I know what yeah. I'm doing. You're not going to talk about it now. No, we can wait. Because, we, yeah, we already know what it's, it's going to yeah. be. It's okay. I like it. I, it's yeah, it's, I've, I've seen it a bunch of times. There's no fat bats in it. Baby. No. Fat bat. That's the best. <laughs> fat bat. Fat bat. Suspiria. The only way it would have been better is if fat bat had attacked that dude's camel toe. That's where it lived. Sucked each That's nut. where it lived. It lived up inside that little cave. It's about the same size. It, that camel yeah, toe there's made. no penis. He just like opens his pants and just like, <laughs> that bats. <laughs> ah! Oh man. Oh, so yeah, you're some kind of weird eunuch overcompensating by sneaking a fat bat into the school. Mm -hmm. So if you'd like to see oh, that horrifying moose knuckle, check out the grumpy turtle <laughs> on Twitter, or oh. the muttering or muttering on Twitter, because I'm sure you retweeted it. Oh, yeah. TardyPodcast.twitter. TardyPodcast.com. Find us in all the places. Yeah, if you guys ever have horror suggestions for stuff we can cover in the future, that'd be welcome, too. But, yeah, especially, yeah, with me, I'm running out of stuff. I mean, there's still a bazillion horror movies out there I haven't seen, but most of them tend to be more recent. Yeah. And, like, like I I watched Paranormal Activity. Or stuff you probably don't this really... This last week, just to see really if it would be... want to ever bother seeing, like, Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, and there's, there's so much garbage where I'm just like, nah, this is not... I don't mind. It would be nice to find some hidden gems where, like, I would not even suspected we would want, want, want to check it out. But, yeah, yeah there's, like, I don't want to do fucking Sharknado or, like, no. shit like that either, where it's, like, self-consciously yeah. terrible. Yeah. So, we'll see. I mean, they're still... They're scary video games. That's true. Uh, well, I, that's one of the things... Well, I may have mentioned this on the podcast before, too. They just republished the scary stories to read in the dark. Yeah, yeah Which, although that's a series of books, yeah. and we're usually pressed for time. We've this, got, this we've got year, Dead so. Space, we got the original Silent Hill. Well, Silent I, Hill I was kicking and screaming against you all last year to do uh, Castlevania 2. Yeah, Castlevania 2. Which... We got plenty of spooky games to play. Yeah, which is funny, because I did my own map, with it contains a map of Castlevania. Too, so needed help. Actually, I think within our Dropbox, I still have the yeah, ROM of Castlevania 2 and a, and a PSD file of my map if you ever needed it. So. Yep, so that was Style Over Substance, also known as Suspiria. Yeah. That's, yeah, not the not the worst thing if we've ever like seen. If you like prog rock, maybe you'll like it. That is the most milk toast, just like 50-50, like, I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. It's just their movie we've done in a while. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, brr. I'll if never you see love it again. If you love it, kudos for you yeah we did not <laughs> but at least, hey at least, at least at we least, did a podcast talking about at, it trying to spread the word of spirit a little bit we didn't turn out to hate it at the end of the podcast like we thought we might yeah talking about it i you know what actually i think fat bat thinking about fat bat again kind of really turned that and the plush dog puppet like yeah, yeah there's yeah at least at least when the movie went off the rails a couple times it was entertaining not just like masturbatory self self-absorbed bullshit which yeah. most was but yeah yeah, fuck you, Dario Argento. Yeah, that's one of the things, too, because, like, I was already, like, a little bit skewed against him, too, because hearing about how, um, since he produced, he financed uh, Dawn of the Dead, he was allowed to edit the movie for a European uh, release, mm -hmm. and supposedly he cut out every bit of humor in the movie, all the character de development stuff, mm. he just pared it all down to the gore stuff, and I've heard that he's kind of, like, a humorless, just kind of, like weirdo and the, what has he done besides I, produce that and that like just a whole bunch of other host of italian named italian horror movies ah, okay Pro, Pro, his name is prosciutto and oh prosciutto gabagulo mm -hmm. and <laughs> pasta fagiole <laughs> the mental picture someone taking a portable pan pizza and putting it into a dvd player just mashing it mm -hmm. and then suspiria 
coming up, <laughs> but it's still covered with like pepperonis, like flash animated uh, mushrooms. Just crack it up. Yeah. But yeah, so it's I'm, fun uh, to be racist against the Italians. Yeah. Yeah, that's Suspiria. Yeah, big shoulder get, shrug. Get ready for next time for probably a lot more shoulder shrugs or just shaking fists. <laughs> I I swear I'm gonna be more prepared, better prepared for next Halloween. Cause I love Halloween. I don't know. I've I've I like Devil's Backbone just fine. Yeah, Suspiria well, at least wasn't inoffensively bland. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see. At we still got two colorful. more projects left. If this movie didn't have its color scheme. Oh my god. Yeah. Watch this on a black and white TV. You just want to throw yourself out a window. Uh -huh. yeah, but Jesus. don't worry, you'll land on Fat Bat and <laughs> you won't die. They'll fly you away to, to a new place mm -hmm. that is better to live. Yep. Oh, okay. So until next time, keep filling your spooky hole with very pieces of pop cocktail. Goodbye, everybody. Ooh. Count Dracula. Which is the best, Count Chocula? Do you even care about the monster cereals? I've never eaten any of the monster cereals. <sighs> you know what? I just realized, like, last year, mm. they almost taste all exactly the same, despite one's supposed to be chocolate, one's supposed to be blueberry. Blue I actually said blueberry. And it's, one's supposed to be strawberry. They are really almost, almost identical like flavors. marshmallows don't really have much of a flavor aside from marshmallows. Yeah, and even whatever fake flavoring they put in that stuff. It, I, the chocolate, what chocolate does, but, like... Booberry and Frankenberry are completely fucking interchangeable. Uh, so until next time. See, I left the pause again. You can tell goodbye. if I edited it because I left the pause in there, so I couldn't cut that digression out. But yeah, okay. So, so goodbye. Take care.